Hey yo, what's going on? It's Flubberdash, the host of the Trainer Lounge, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to the podcast where we talk all things Pokemon, from the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon main series games, the TCG, Pokemon trivia, all of the news that's happened in the week, and some controversial topics. We hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, have a great day. Peace! How is it going, guys? Welcome back to the Trainer Lounge, your one-stop shop for all things Pokemon. Uh, just want to chill, come here, have a drink, and listen to us talk some crap. I am Wanzi Burnett. I will be your main host for the day, and I'm joined, as usual, by the amazing, lovely Flubberdosh. Introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Flubberdosh. Um, yeah, man. And, and no, normally I do the hosting thing, but today I've come unprepared. And of course, we have to do a podcast for the anniversary of not only Pokemon, but the Trainer Lounge, right, Once Exactly, because the Trainer Lounge was created as a way of me and Gaz, me and Mr. Flobberdosh, just talking about the, uh, the Pokemon Directs where Scarlet and Violet were initially revealed. And it's only fitting that on Pokemon Day... We come back and we do another special episode and kick off a brand new season of the Trainer Lounge. We are no longer counting up the episodes, so it's like, oh, I think this is episode 57. We're starting fresh today, season two, episode one, a new beginning, and some new interesting information has come out from this Pokemon Direct today. So put your feet up, grab yourself a drink, chill, because you're in the Trainer Lounge, and now it's time to enjoy our company. So, shall we get started, my friend? What should we talk about first? Should we talk about the uh, the director that happened? Well, allow me to throw a disclaimer out. Um, for anyone that may hear any noise in the background, um, I have a very mischievous kitten who uh, <laughs> wants to cause trouble. I know it's not Kirby, it's Sadie. She's a... She's just knocked the can of deodorant off the side. So, yeah, but like, by the way, for those, we're not changing up how professional we are. You know, <laughs> I think we're just becoming more of a chill place. You know, you want to you wanna get your burritos, you want to go and get your delitos, you want to get your Mountain Dew or whatever it is you like to drink, my dude, or do that. And yeah, man, as once just said, uh, go and grab some shit. Um, okay, before we speak about the direct ones, I'd like, I'd like to throw us into this quickly. Um, first of all, the direct were like what would you expect in before we got what we got you know hmm. my my expectations um to be honest i didn't really think too much about what we were going to get i was more in the camp of i'm going to go into this without any sort of preconceived ideas of you know what what could be announced and i'm just going to enjoy what what comes out but i did have a couple of thoughts i thought that maybe we might get some kind of side game. Uh, I thought that we might get something like a new mystery dungeon. I thought we might get, uh, I don't know, a remake of, uh, like a re-release of Pokemon Ranger or something. You know, something along those lines. Um, but that was yeah. my only sort of prediction. What, what about you? Um, yeah. Similar to you, I, my expectation was Mystery Dungeon Explorers. I thought that was kind of a safe bet. Not safe, but, you know, um, I thought maybe Pokken 2, because I don't know if you knew, but they announced that they've, uh, they've announced that they're not going to be doing Pokken at any more um, championships. Yeah, um, very sad, very sad. I very, very much appreciated and enjoyed watching those uh, Pokemon 
uh, Pokemon tournament uh, championships. Yeah, well, you you were really good at the game, actually, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, but yeah. fighting games are my thing, you know. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it as well. Like, I, I think I've checked out all the hours of Pokemon games I've played. I played that for over 300 hours, which is quite extensive for any game I play. Um, but yeah, I thought Pokemon 2, maybe? Um, for a laugh, I thought Sleep. You know, because that's the meme for the last four years. Um, again, we'll probably get into that, I'm sure. Um, I don't know, you know, uh, there's a few things, man, that I expect. The one thing I did once, um, I wanted, because obviously, I don't know if you've played the Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Color games on the Switch. I have. I've played the original Kirby on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing Link's Awakening. And by the way, I'm having an absolute blast. Emulator's beautiful, looks great. Um, really well well done job, Nintendo. Um, I really wanted uh, the Game Boy games to come out. You know, I wanted them to announce that. Because, you mean uh, like Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, that kind of thing? Um, more Gen 1 and 2, really. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, so that that those were my expectations going in, obviously. Most of what I wanted didn't happen. I think you had more of a uh, well-rounded idea of what we was going to get. Well, it's funny that you should mention that uh, because we got some very interesting news from uh, from this direct. Uh, I'll be honest, I was a little bit let down by what we did get. A uh, little bit let down, but that's just because typical Pokemon fans, we go in with a billion different ideas of you know what could come out. And when I actually stepped away, had a look again at what was announced actually quite interesting so uh let's start off shall we so uh, the first thing that was announced in this uh, this pokemon direct the very first thing that we saw was a brand new collection of pokemon cards and it's called the classic set it's going to feature a bunch of old pokemon cards like uh like back in the base set like new art for a bunch of those so that's that's quite cool really um what do you think about that? Um, we didn't really get too much information on them, but I think it's really cool that they're uh, they're reprinting and redoing some some old old, old cards, you know? Yeah, I'm mean, what bloody hell, I'm twenty eight years old. You know, I've been with Pokemon since since day dot. Right, I've always loved that. Maybe it's nostalgia, and people will say that. Like, give me an olden day, you know, a classic Bulbasaur card over a full art rainbow card any day. I just think the artwork they set are just beautiful, to be honest. Mm. I mean, they, they are, but having a look at the, having another look at the designs for these cards, they do look really pretty with their foils. Do you remember, I think it was a couple of years ago now, they did a set that was basically a bunch of the old cards, but updated so, like, they had the equal power level to a bunch of the the cards that came out today. So, like, they reprinted a Charizard where instead of doing 80 damage, it does, like, 200 damage and has, like, twice the health. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. They they did an upscale of the power ranking, right? Because, obviously, if you try to play a modern set against an old set, you'd probably wash the old set, right? Absolutely. Oh, I don't think you can. Uh, Pokemon TCG, what they do is they they rotate out the old sets so they're not tournament legal after a certain amount of time. Uh, so all those old cards, their their only use is to sit in a binder, look pretty, and sell for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- this looks not just to be a reprinting of an old set because 
the way that it was announced, they they showed a bunch of um, little. I'm not sure what you call them. They're like little playing devices. Like they look like bullets. It's really weird that these two people that they were sat across from each other and they made it look like a, a poker game with like a you know a high class setting. And they were like, yeah, it looked like chess to me. Yeah, it looked like but, a weird kind of chess poker like a board game, game, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of like a board game. So whether there's going to be like new rules to this added or, you know, new pieces that come with it that are going to be added into the, the TCG moving forward, that remains to be seen. But either way, I just love Pokemon cards. I think they look so pretty. No, absolutely, man. I completely agree. I, like I said, the old set, I don't get me wrong. Like I've bought, you know, the newer Pokemon cards and when I get a good card, I'm like, oh my God, that's dope. But there's just nothing quite nostalgic like the old cards, in my opinion. Oh, no, absolutely. They are some of the most nostalgic things on the planet. I, I just adore them, especially when you look at them in their full glory and when they've been like uh, properly preserved and everything. They're just freaking awesome. But yeah, uh, we don't know when that's coming. They said that they would reveal some new information about it soon. It's being created as like a three-way partnership between a company called Nendo uh, Creatures, uh, I think Creatures Inc. and yeah, the Pokemon Inc. Company. So, like, it's a three-way partnership. It's not just one of them having a go. So it seems like they're putting a bit more effort into this. So I wouldn't be surprised if, as you said, we get more of, like, a board game aesthetic with it. So it could be quite interesting, really. I mean, TCG is one of the uh, one of the standout ball points for Pokemon in general, right? So absolutely. Um, I have a problem with it personally, but um, I'd rather not get into that now because it, it's not about the whole classic set as a whole. It's about... Um, you know what, fuck it, I'll just say it. Um, yeah, it. The thing that annoys me is that took up about a good three minutes of screen time, right? We know the direct was 20 minutes. Um, you know, it looks cool, but, like, we know nothing about it. We're not going to learn anything about it until the championships, in my opinion. And the championships are, what, August? Is that right? I think so. I think yeah, August, August mid-August. And we're not going to hear nothing about it until then. So I'm kind of sitting there like, could we not have like maybe had a spin-off game for them three minutes maybe, you know, instead? I, I don't know. Um, that's my grievance with it. Nothing against TCG. I just think we know nothing about it. It kind of feels like a waste of three minutes to me. I don't know yeah. how you feel. No, I get what you mean. It's more to do with the, the pacing of the direct, really, because uh, there, yeah. were, there were some interesting like time-length choices, uh, which we'll, we'll come on to later with a couple of the other announcements. But yeah. Pokemon Classic TCG being uh, released this year, I think, and stay tuned for, for more. But speaking Absolutely. of staying tuned and keeping your eyes glued to the screen, we had an interesting uh, second segment to the Direct. Uh, we had a lady called... Uh, I can't remember her name now. What was it? Uh, Min Young Kim, who is the ah. Vice President of Content uh, for APACX India from, uh, I believe, Netflix, announcing a new collaboration between Pokemon and Netflix. And, yeah, we're going to get more Pokemon series that aren't anime. What do you think of that? So, again, th this is um, this is the expectations of fans kind of letting themselves down. So, obviously, we, we covered this on the Trainer Lounge uh, like a year ago when it got announced that um, there was meant to be a live-action um, live-action trainer lounge. Hey, Hell yeah. <laughs> a live-action live um, Pokemon series, right? That kind of like would be in line with the films, but kind of like have its own story. And everyone was excited for that. 
And then when everyone saw Netflix, they probably thought, oh my God, it's about the live action series. And then we saw this and it's just like, ah, I don't know. What is stop motion? Maybe I need to look into it before I judge. So for those who don't know what stop motion is, such as Mr. Flubberdosh, um, uh-huh. basically, if you've seen things like Wallace and Gromit, it's that's kind of a little bit like that. So it, it's, it's like an art style. So um, Wallace and Gromit is a specific style called claymation, where all of the pieces are made out of clay. But stop motion is basically, uh, it can be done with anything like Lego, for example. So it, it gives it more of a, a home movie type aesthetic. Uh, it's it's quite cool. But from the little snippet we saw of this, it's called Pokemon Concierge. It's going to be based around a hotel and I assume that means the main character is going to be the concierge for the hotel. It's just going to be telling a bunch of little short stories based around people and Pokemon who come to stay at this hotel. And it, it looked, it did look really cute. It did look really cute. Um, and it looks like it's all going to be done in, in like a stop motion style. So yeah, that's quite cool. But I'm not getting my hopes up for it. And I tell you why. Because Netflix has been on a really bad path recently. They've made some really bad decisions. They have ended password sharing, or at least like they're thinking about it. I know they they released a plan where they were gonna make people have to log in every thirty days from like a base, um, what you call it, like a base location. Otherwise, they'll lock your account. They're increasing the pricing. They're bringing out new pricing structures. They're making an ad version and they have been known recently to cancel a bunch of their really popular shows that had the potential to go out and and do do bits, really, you know, go out and, and make a bunch of money and bring a bunch of hype into Netflix. So I don't know whether this will you know, be like the catalyst for a bunch of uh, of new Pokemon shows for Netflix or whether it's just going to be one little flash in the pan. It's. I'm not getting my hopes up. I don't have a lot of faith in Netflix right now, and it's going to be interesting to see whether, uh, yeah, whether it actually comes to anything. But I'll be watching, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I've got two things about this little series, right? Number one, um, again, nothing against the whole stop motion thing. Now, first of all, to talk about your point about Netflix and what they're doing and cancelling shows and whatnot. Now, number one. I think they do not want to mess up um, Pokemon and what Pokemon wants because, let's face it, Netflix don't want to lose the rights for um, Pokemon in general, right? They don't want Pokemon to go to any, um, you know, I know it's on like Prime, you can, you can, you know, but I mean, Netflix have the partnership for Journeys and all that, right? Um, I don't think they want to lose that essentially because of how popular Pokemon is. So that's not a fear of mine. The only thing I don't get though is. You know, as we know, Ash Ketchum is leaving, right? The Pokemon franchise. Um, he, well, as, as as much as we know, he will no longer be the main character of the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. Um, he's completely leaving now. Surely, this would have been the time to show off the new anime and get people excited because it's coming April. You know, that's not far. That's like what two months to me. That that would have been ideal. We're probably going to get that new anime before we get this stop motion work. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you because it, the only information we did get was it, it literally just says coming soon only on Netflix. And this this direct was only twenty five minutes long, 
well, 20, closer to 26, but there was definitely a little bit of time in there to at least talk a little bit and mention about the anime because I think it would have been really good for them to at least mention and say mm-hmm. Ash Ketchum is not going to be in the anime anymore. Here's a montage of his best moments, etc., etc., something like that. I think it would have been nice for them to, to pay homage to that. And I think that would have been a little bit more interesting, but it is exciting. I, I will. I know we've, I've been a little bit negative and a little bit down on it, but I will say it is exciting that Pokemon are willing now. They, they seem to be willing to branch out a little bit and trust in other studios and other like art forms to, to oh, handle the Pokemon IP. I mean, Netflix and Pokemon is something that, you know, you think back five years ago, the whole stigma was, oh, Pokemon doesn't do anything out. Like it's all in house. They don't let anyone else touch the brand, and that's you know that's really really interesting and and encouraging to see. So, yeah, step in the right direction. But I'm I'm still you know it's it's still Netflix. So we'll we'll see we'll see. No, absolutely, man. I agree. All right, what's on the next bit? So the next bit we have is we had a little bit of a slight update to Pokemon Unite. We had a new character revealed. Uh, That new character has been in the source code for quite a while uh, and has been leaked quite a while in advance, but it's now officially announced we're getting Zacian as a new playable Pokemon, which is pretty cool. It's going to be a melee all-rounder, and he's going to come with his own little in-game minigame thing. Uh, What was it called? Uh, Zacian's Wield, I believe. Adventure in Zacian's Wield, where if you play enough and complete this minigame, you can earn Zacian's Unite license for free. And they're also doing a pretty nice little costume where you can play a Zacian with a tuxedo on, and it looks really cute, and it's adorable. It's it's a Zacian wearing a suit, holding a knife. It's great. It's, it's freaking great. <laughs> Honestly, Zacian was a great choice for, for Pokemon Unite. I just, I just think the... Holloware like examples you can have for it are so cool. Um, oh, but yeah, have, have you been playing much Pokemon Unite? Have you been keeping up to date so, with it? Obviously, when it came out, you know, I mean, we, I mean, bloody hell, I mean, ones I downloaded the Japanese version. Do you remember when the beta was out? Yeah, and we, we did a whole episode on it. Remember? Yeah, we did, man. So um, since the initial first season, where me and you got master rank, I believe, look, me, you grinded the shit out of it. Like, oh yeah. We got um, top rank possible. Yeah, we had uh, master rank, and uh, I, I played for a little bit against a few of the competitive players, and then yeah, yeah, just so, kind of gave up with it. Since all that, I haven't. However, um, I've downloaded it on my Switch today um, before the presents because I've been wanting to play it. Basically, my partner's never played it, and um, I want to play it with her. I want to, I want to see if she can get into it. She loves Pokemon, and I thought, you know what, it's it's fun, but with a friend, it's even better, right? Oh, I totally agree. It's a really, really satisfying experience doing a duo queue with someone, especially if that's someone's your partner, you know. Yeah, man, and obviously, ones I'd like to play with you again. If you, if you would ever pick it up again, do you think you will? Well, you see, here's the thing. I haven't mentioned this on the on the podcast uh, yet, but I actually can't play any video games at the moment, besides like mobile stuff, because I have a broken wrist. And I had surgery oh, on it two weeks ago. So I haven't even been able to pick up a, you know, my, my Nintendo Switch. The only thing I've been able to do is play Bloons Tower Defense. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that game? Bloons, oh, it's the one. That was like every, 
every IT class when you finished your work, you just go on new grounds and play balloons for like new hours grounds, hard. bro. Yeah, what? man, new grounds, Thank cool you. math games, all of those. Oh, Congregate. God. That was the other one. Yeah, Mate, you're, you're giving me some throwbacks. What on earth? <laughs> but yeah, um, once this is healed, um, you know, there there is a chance that I might pick up some MOBAs because I haven't been able to play any of the ones. So I, before I broke it, I was actually getting really good on um, League of Legends Wild Rift. I'd hit, uh, I think it was Challenger on that, so which was like the, the one of the highest ranks in the game. Um, so I was, I was interested in trying Unite again, seeing if the skills are transferable. But uh, yeah, then this this injury happened. So yeah, when this is done, I'll put the game back up. I'll see what I think. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably end up playing it on my phone rather than on my Switch because it's just unplayable on Switch for me. Like the menus are so laggy and so horrible. But the game is fun. It is really fun if you can look past that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I hope you do because it'll be fun to have a few games with you. Um, I mean, I'm back when I fl- back when I did play it with you. I didn't know really what I was doing. Whereas, obviously, I've been to master rank. I pretty much know the ins and outs. I just I'm a bit nervous to jump back in because I I'm assuming there's been a lot of characters added since. Oh, um, gotcha. so. That's the thing with like every MOBA though. If you take a break and come back, there will be at least 20, 30 more more Pokemon or more champions added. I mean, League of Legends, when it started out, had what, something like 15, 16. Now it's got over a hundred. It's it's craziness. Yeah. Absolutely it, craziness. It's, it's very exciting. Um yeah, I'd say this was a dub update. So after each bit of news, I'll tell you whether it was a dub or whether it was an L. Um so going back, I think the TCG classic, I think that. To me, that's an L, just just because of I don't think it was meant to be announced today. Um, and this Pokemon Masters for me is a dub. I think it looks good. I'm go- I'm, I'm definitely going to play it tonight. I'm going to yeah. give it a bath. I'd say that the Pokemon collaboration with Netflix is like I don't know. It's like I'm not sure. It's probably a dub, but I'm holding out some judgment. It's like there's a VAR yeah. check on it, you know? Yeah, it's an L for me. It should have been. It should have been, the, not because of the stop motion, again, just should have been the new animation series coming out because, you know, they're making a huge gamble getting rid of Ash. So they are, you should have they at are. least um, showcased some of it, but do continue, sir. No, I do agree. I do agree that there's, uh, you know, it shouldn't have been there. But one final point on Pokemon Unite. Uh, on March the 18th and 19th, the Pokemon Asia uh, English YouTube channel will be streaming the Pokemon Unite Asia Champions League 2023. Ooh. So if you are interested in seeing how some Pokemon Unite esports goes on, have a look at the Pokemon Asia English YouTube channel. Uh, just search for the Pokemon Unite Asia Champions League and it will show up. But yeah, uh, it'll give well, you... When a... is this again? What was that? Sorry? When, when is this happening again? It is on March the 18th and 19th. So, uh, oh. yeah, in about half a month's time, two or three weeks, uh, get yourself on, see how some uh, some Pokemon Unite esports plays and see whether you're interested in getting yourself back into the game. Can confirm it's a very, very fun sport to watch. But moving on to the next thing that we have, uh, <laughs> it's almost like a, re- a recurring theme on this podcast that every time we come on and there's a direct or when any kind of Pokemon update, we end up having to talk about Pokemon Cafe Remix. (laughs) And you should, you should think that, you know, our theme here at the trainer lounge is like, I like to imagine us as like a little coffee shop 
where you can go in at the end of your day when it's dusk and it's orange outside. You can sit down, have. I'm addicted uh, to the coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm <my> bad. Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Yeah, it's a coffee shop, and then you've got some chavs walking in, just blasting Eminem on speaker. It's great. Um, but yeah, you can sit down, have. Um, have a muffin, have some coffee, and just chill out. And you should think that that would mesh up quite well with uh, Cafe Remix, but I've never played it, and I'm not interested in playing it. Oh, I've played it. I've played it. Um, yeah? It, it's fun. It's really fun. Okay, here's the problem with Cafe Remix, right? It's a fun game, but there's too much about the game for me to like it. Now, you're probably thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? So let's say you play Candy Crush, right? Candy Crush is very simple. You tap on a level, you click play, right? That, that's it. You know, it's that simple. It's that easy to get into. Whereas Cafe Remix, you know, it does have a lot more in-depth things about it than something like, again, you know, Candy Crush or anything else. Like, you know, certain Pokemon have different abilities and then certain Pokemon want certain orders and then you complete them in a certain way and then there's quest lines and it's, it's more in depth, but that I just want a simple puzzle Pokemon game like Pokemon um, Link. Pokemon you know? Link. I played so much Pokemon Link. Bro, it was like, so addicting. It wasn't hard to get into. You just play it. You play the game. You know, when they introduced Mega Evolution, it was easy to get into. Cafe Remix is fun. I genuinely think you should give it a download, give it a little play. Just so when we next do the next episode, you can let me know what you think. Just for your homework. You know what? Um, I, it, I will do that. I will do that tonight. I will download Pokemon Cafe yeah. Remix. Uh, just because of this event. Let, let's say this event has got me into Cafe Remix. Let's see if this is a good onboarding point for the series. But yes, uh, we got some updates to Pokemon Cafe Remix. We had a really lovely cinematic where it showed someone cooking some Pokemon-inspired dishes. So we had a Wiglet smoothie, we had a Fido cheese roll, and we had some Lechonk beef bourguignon thing with some uh, with some Smoliv appetizers. And it looked really cute. I'm really hungry looking at it right now. <laughs> um, Absolutely. It, it was really cleverly done, and I love these sorts of uh, cinematic-style things that they're doing. But the actual updates we got to the event were we had a new Paldea dish which had some of the starters from Paldea from Scarlet and Violet so you could recruit Quaxley, uh, Fuecoco and uh, Sprigatito I couldn't remember her name um, but yeah you could recruit those three as chefs for your, your cafe and they were having another little event where some of the old chefs will be available again for a very limited time and you would get a bunch of free I think they're summons or like job orders, um, just to celebrate the event. So some cool stuff going on. And you also get a new outfit for Greninja as the great chef, uh, which is quite cool. So some cute stuff going on with Cafe Remix. I will definitely have to download and try it out. And this event will be available until March 17th. So make sure you uh, get your stuff, log in, get your Greninja, and play some Cafe Remix before March 17th. But moving swiftly on from Cafe Remix, because let's face it, it wasn't the big thing. Um, I will we... always celebrate every time Cafe Remix. I hope in 10 years' time, they have a five-minute slot for Cafe Remix just to mug everyone up. That's Wait, exactly five what, what about 10 minutes? Give us, a tw no, give us a Pokemon Cafe Remix direct at this point, you know? Pokemon whole... XD, Gale of Cafe? Oh, damn, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
But from one Pokemon mobile game, swiftly moving on to another Pokemon mobile game. We got some updates to Pokemon Masters EX, uh, or as was very briefly trending on Twitter, uh, Pokemon Master Sex. So <laughs> <laughs> what's new in Pokemon Masters EX? Well, we have some new characters from Galar joining the uh, the roster. We've got Hop, Leon, Marnie, and Bead, and they all come with typically cheesy British voice lines. Now, yeah, if... can, can we talk about this, please? And yes, I, I was planning on it. Awful this is. They are absolutely... The only one that is passable for me is Bead, and that's just because they made him smarmy. Yeah. He sounds exactly like you think he would sound, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They made... If you listen back to, <laughs> to the voices... Hop's voice is like, my brother was the champion my of Galar. Brother. I my want to be better than him. <laughs> I want to be the best trainer ever and take down my brother Lee. Take, take down. Oh, what are you doing, mate? Oh, what? Pokemon shame. Yeah, mate, it was cringe. Like, it's like an American company has went, right, um, do a British accent. Someone's going, all oh, right, mate. How you doing, mate? You know, yeah, man. It's... I'll tell you what it was like. So it's like Pokemon Masters EX have thought, you know, we've got these these Galar trainers, and yeah, we need to do British accents. So let's hire some 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 British voice actors. Then they had a look at the contracts of the voice actors they've already got and realized, oh shit, we need to use. Uh, Joe Muck America face again, and they've got him to do a typical Cockney British accent. <laughs> so it, it's awful. Like the rest of the characters, they showed little voice clippets for, like um, Cynthia, like Lance, <laughs> like um, Alder, <laughs> Diantha. They were so good. I, I thought they added so much character to it. And then we got to to hop, just like I'm gonna be the best that ever was. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, in my opinion, they ballsed it up that much. You may as well just go bollocks to the wall, mate, full on hard, and just give him a Glaswegian accent. I'll right, be the sonny. best I ever was, a bastard. Like, that's what You're they talking to done. me, throw your pokeball out, Sonny Jim. <laughs> throw your poke, come on, you dickhead. Like, God, you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Or a scouser, a scouser, Leon. I like I'll add me, Charizard, use fucking G-Max meets. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. Oh. Yes, we had these Galar trainers added to the game, and it's basically, the event is that these are the champions. So it's in an alternate universe where Hop becomes the champion. Uh, it's Hop with his Zapdos. It's Bead with an Articuno. Uh, Marnie with... Oh, I can't remember. What did Marnie have? Marnie and her Galarian Moltres. Oh yeah, of course it's the three birds. God, as if that didn't come to me. Like I'm thinking, I'm watching it on screen. I'm like, come on. Um, but yeah, uh, you've got those three trainers with their legendary birds in an alternate universe where they have become the champions. So it's quite cool. And to celebrate this event, they're giving you a present of 3,000 gems starting today. So if you log into Pokemon Masters EX or Pokemon Master Sex, uh, you will get 3,000 gems and you can use it to try and unlock some of these really rare characters. So yeah, I've played Pokemon Masters EX a couple of times. Quite fun gameplay. I enjoy the characters. I think it's got a good vibe. I, I enjoy it. It reminds me a lot of uh, some of the, the other gacha games I've played, like um, Dragalia Lost which recently shut down 
and uh, I played a bit of Genshin Impact. Uh, yeah, just a few bits and bobs. I've it, tried to play. I don't like it. Or Masters EX. I can't do it, mate. I've tried. I've tried. I just I, I can't get behind the old. Every Pokemon has every type has a certain weakness, isn't it? Tell me if I'm wrong. And yeah. look, so let's say for example, you tell. Me, I don't know if you know what fire's weakness is in the in the game. Oh, I can't. I can't remember. Or, or what fire's good against? Let's say fire's strong against grass. Fire won't be strong against ice or steel or bug. It's just it's just strong against one type, and that really throws me off. So I can't do it. Understandable, but I personally enjoyed the game. Uh, it might not be to your taste, but if you've got a, a taste for Genshin Impact or Dragalia Lost or anything like that, it's definitely worth logging in and having a go. But now the moment that we've all been waiting for. The, the reason why my name on this this app is Digimon Awake is because <laughs> is because we finally had the long-awaited reveal, official re-reveal of Pokemon Sleep. My lord, it's been it's been years. It's honestly been about four years. Three thousand years. <laughs> 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 but yes, we finally got a look at what Pokemon Sleep is actually going to be. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> and honestly, I still really don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> we we had five minutes of Pokemon Sleep information, and all we really got was that it's going to be an app that, and I quote, makes you look forward to waking up in the morning. That is the we we got we got a little bit of a look at the professor for the game whose name is Professor Neroli. We had a little bit of a look at a little bit of the gameplay where someone sets an alarm, and that's kind of really it. I mean, it measures your sleep. It, it like like what what what's the point? Like, could could you help me make heads of tails of, of this because I really don't get it. So, okay, first of all whether people like it or not, Pokemon have probably done quite a lot, you know, for people who um, want to go on weight loss journeys and who want to better themselves and health. We've got Pokemon Go, which let I'd say, it's fair to say, millions of people, millions of people have gained a fairly decent health benefit from Pokemon Go, right? Um, you know, you've got, I mean, not that I play it personally, um, but ones he's a big fan of Pokemon Smile, where you uh, brush your teeth and you uh, <laughs> you get all the Pokemon from. No, I don't know if once he plays that, whatever, whatever, whatever. Is that even released? Is, is Pokemon Smile even a thing? Like, yeah, Pokemon, yes, Pokemon Smile is a thing, yes. I, I know it exists, yeah, yeah. but is, is it out yet? Yeah, yeah, it's out. It's been out since, since like, the Direct it was announced for. Bro, let me sure. that real quick. Um, unless, tell me if it's not, I'm pretty sure it is. So, the the. the look- <laughs> benefits the people now like my thing is um this could be really good if like my thing the only way i think this works well and people will actually download it is is if it would connect up to pokemon go and the switch because let's say you've got a good sleep score all week right um the pokemon that you catch in the game you Pokemon Home or uh, Pokemon Go or a Pokemon on the Switch. And I think that would give people a reason to play it or maybe some battle points. But it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. It looks like 
from the trailer, you let's say you go to sleep, you have a good sleep, you wake up in the morning, and depending on your sleep pattern, you would catch a new Pokemon. It would, depending on how good your sleep was, is depending on the Pokemon you find, and you have to try and catch all the Pokemon um, in the game. By You get one Pokemon after each time you wake up, right? Um, and the device, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, fucking so stupid um that's it's what i call an under the pillow device it can be it's got two mechanics the the first mechanic is it links up with pokemon sleep it can you press the button before you go to sleep and then when you wake up you press the button again and then then it would record it would use all the recordings and the measurements of your sleep the other the other um side of it which actually is really fucking cool is it's like a Pokemon Go Plus, like for Pokemon Go. However, you can use Great Balls and Ultra Balls with it. And you can set it to automatic, like all the, uh, you know, the Pokemon knockoff watches that you can... So basically, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's like a Pokemon Go Plus Uh that's better than a Pokemon Go Plus, but with extra steps. Um, so it's better than Pokemon Go Plus. Pokemon Go Plus, number one, was not automatic. You had to press the button, right? Then they released the Pokeball Plus, or the Pokeball, whatever you want to call it, um, with Let's Go. Now, that can that could connect up to Pokemon Go, but that could automatically spin Pokestops. Now, with this one, this can automatically spin Pokestops, automatically throw Pokeballs, and you can choose what po- Pokeball you throw. So um, yeah, it's, it seems to be the best one out of all of them so far. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. That's what we, uh, we we like to see. But why they released it in conjunction with Pokemon Sleep, I'm not too sure. Will you be playing it for a lot? <sighs> like, have you got any? Because I've, I've got. Sorry to interrupt you once. I've got That's a right. Fitbit, right? I've got a Fitbit, and I like to. I like to keep track of my, my, my sleep and, you know, I, so as a matter of fact, I average a total of five hours and 46 minutes of sleep a day on a good day, six hours and something, but most days that's what I sleep. Um, I can't really sleep any longer than that. It is what it is. Um, it's really interesting to know. Would you like ever, would, would you play this game J- just for fun? You know, just, just to, do you know what your sleep pattern is? Is it some of that interests you? Maybe it'll make you have better health. What, what are you feeling? To be honest, and this is at the risk of getting a bit too personal, sleep is a bit of a problem for me at the moment. I'm, uh, oh, I, I kind of struggle to, uh, to get myself to sleep at the moment. I'm struggling with a, a bout of uh, insomnia. So I might okay, give it a go. I might, I might give it a go. Um, well, I say insomnia. It's, it's not that deep. It's just my my sleep pattern is completely fucked, and I struggle to get to sleep in, you know, regular intervals. So I end up staying awake watching videos until I'm ready to go to sleep. You know, so I don't have so, like, a... like the next day when you go to check Pokemon <laughs> sleep, it'll be mission failed. Get them next time, kind of. Thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. <laughs> It'll, it'll be uh, mission failed. You need to seek medical help. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll probably download it and give it a try just because if it, if it does honestly help me to, you know, get my my sleep schedule in order, that would probably be the best thing for me. Um, but yeah, uh, I've started a new job recently and my hours are kind of all over the place. So it might be difficult for me to get a sleep pattern down again but i suppose it could help me you know get up on my days off and 
get myself to bed at regular intervals. I don't know. I'll try it out. Um, if it works, great. If not, it's free. And yeah, we, we got five minutes of watching people fall asleep next to <laughs> slow bros and, and stuff. So yeah, apparently Snorlax is going to be important in this game as well, which quite fitting, really. <laughs> that's that's a good thing. But yes, anything else you'd like to add on Pokemon Sleep before I doze off? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there is actually. Um, this is more of a serious take. I think Pokemon Company could do really well if they implemented sleeping with Pokemon Go, and I don't mean by rewards, I mean... So Pokemon Go already tracks your steps and it already tells you how many calories you've burnt, right? Now, maybe this is a bit too in-depth ones, maybe this is a bit too much, but I don't see why not. I think they could go a little bit further and add a function where you can input your metrics into the game, like your weight, your your height, all this sort of... Your goals, do you know what I mean? And they could implement sleep in that way. And, like, hmm. it sort of turns to a more health side of things to help their fan base. I feel like they could go down that path. That That's all I'm saying. I, I think so you're talking... You're talking like Pokemon Go fitness plans. Uh, but I mean, you know, I, I doubt you'd have like I'm a champ just messaging you like, come on. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Just um, you could input your weight, you know, when you're going on walks, it could, because sleep's got a lot to do with weight as well, you know, um, and all that kind of thing. And they could do more. Like you could input your calories into the game and all your walking and your exercise. Like maybe make a Pokemon Go um, fitness watch. You know what I mean? That would connect up with Pokemon Go. It would also track your sleep as well for Pokemon Sleep. Huh? I'm yeah, just saying. not a bad idea, you know. I mean, you, yeah, I think there is There's definitely something there. Pokemon going to get you swole. And yeah, <laughs> <pretty> cool. <laughs> uh, the Pokemon Fat Last Pokemon Watch. Buy it today. Um, <laughs> you turn yeah. yourself from a Snorlax to a Machamp. <laughs> You fat bastards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no one's come at me on fat. Uh, oh, <laughs> stop slacking around. Um, oh, Jesus don't Christ. Don't it off for, for bullies. Fight back because it's a puncher bag now. I oh, no, no, that, that was a dodge. That was an L. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. That's disappointing. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. So, uh, we also, and this is the, the meat, the meatiest part, um, which was the longest segment in the, uh, the, the entire direct, uh, which funnily enough was st still only about a minute longer than the segment they gave for Pokemon Sleep. So, it, cool, I guess. Um, but yes, we did get some updates for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And oh boy, they were some pretty juicy updates. So, first things first, um, we got a new terror raid announced. So people recently have been wondering and been a little bit concerned that there haven't been any new terror raid like events announced. No new cycling Pokemon. Like recently we had Greninja and before that we had Charizard and all that. Well, new no, we had Pikachu up until well, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, but it was the next one hadn't been announced. Like they, we always knew what was going to be. Yeah, next, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, people were getting a bit confused and concerned that we didn't know what the next terror raid was going to be. But don't worry, we know now, and it's pretty frigging cool. So, we got announced 
two new paradox forms that are going to be rotating into the um what do you call it the the terra dens and those are ah, my lord they, they are amazing so in the data yep. for scarlet and violet's initial like rom package there were two pokemon that weren't in the game there was a paradox form of suicune raikou and entei which were like fused together so it was like a suicune raikou entei hybrid and a cabalion verizion and terrakion fusion like so the the verizion one was future form the suicune was ancient form they are finally here and they look freaking sick in scarlet you will get access to the suicune form which i believe was called uh walking wake i think that was it and the verizion was called iron leaves which makes sense it's verizion it's they're all all iron aren't they what while we are talking about this update i have literally just beat iron leaves and caught it on my pokemon violet game so yes um uh, just to let you know ones while while we're talking about its abilities cork drive uh, this is for Mm -hmm. iron leaves boost the pokemon's most proficient stats um, on electric terrain, or if the Pokemon is holding a booster energy, and my one currently is a gentle nature. I don't know if you can catch more than one. I have no idea. Um, I shall let you know though, sir. Um, Terra type psychic. Yes. Or, uh, so the uh, the Suicune will be Terra Water, and the Verizion will be Terra Psychic. So quite interesting, really. The Suicune is Water Dragon type, and the oh. Verizion, so Walking Wake is water uh, water dragon type and iron leaves is grass psychic type and they don't quite look how they do in the in uh, the the scarlet and violet books because if you remember there were some pictures that Heath drew in the scarlet and violet books yeah that... in the library right yes in the library and you uh-huh. can go and see them so they were hinted at a little bit but they don't quite look the same they look a little bit different but I prefer these designs personally. I think Walking Wake looks incredible, and I think Iron Leaves looks—it looks cool. Um, it looks like I know Scarlet is obviously winning as usual because. Well, uh, 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 don't worry, guys. Any any Violet fans out there, I got your back. Don't stress. Me and Monty don't agree on this. It's it's cool. No, we don't. <laughs> nah, man, we we don't agree on this at all. But yes, they are going to be in raid dens uh, today. So if you didn't know, starting well yesterday by the time this one goes up uh you will be able to log on to your pokemon scarlet and violet and go and battle these guys and catch one for yourselves right now so that's pretty cool it's pretty cool at all now i do actually have some some notes for you because i've just looked again at the announcement and oh dear i've just clicked off of it literally as i've said that that's really frustrating uh give me one moment so there are some notes that come with it it says you can only catch one walking wake and one iron leaves per save data during this event. You will still oh be able God. to participate in all terror raid battles during the event period. So you can battle more than one, but you can only catch one. Uh, you can still receive rewards after catching both Pokemon. Walking wake and iron leaves will appear again in future events. So right, during this... So- oh, Sorry to interrupt you. I'm just going off what you've just said. Can I jump in a Suicune right now and catch that for myself, or is that a is that a Scarlet exclusive? It does not clarify, but I assume because it says uh, you can still receive rewards even after catching both Pokemon. 
So I think you're able to capture one of each. So if you're on Violet and you go over to someone's Scarlet game and you hop in a Terror Raid with them, you should still be able to get access to Walking Wake as well as Iron Leaves. So you can catch one of each. Uh, but yeah, what's interesting to me is it says they will appear again in future events. So yeah, that might be a little bit of a hint to something else. Um, but yeah, that's that's quite cool. I just thought I'd, I'd note that because I, I just spotted it while I was scrubbing through the direct again. And get some Pokemon Go updates as well, where you might you I think you're going to be able to catch roaming form Gimmigool as well, and you're going to be able to send postcards from your Pokemon Go, and depending on the location where that postcard is from, uh, you'll be able to send it from Pokemon Go to Scarlet and Violet. And as I say, depending on where that postcard is from, you can then catch a different form of Vivion, Vivalon, the little butterfly from Gen 6. Uh, you can catch all the different variants of that based on postcards sent from Pokemon Go. So that's quite cool. Um, I love that. I, 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 sorry to interrupt once, I just wanted to tell you about this because we've in Pokemon Go, right? I love the stickers. I love collecting them. Now, what I do, because you can have a postcard book, right? I have got I think over 50 postcards from loads of different places with all kinds of different stickers because I want to keep the stickers. Um, and that's going to become in handy for these uh, Vavillion forms, to be honest. Absolutely, yeah. It gives you a use for them in-game as well. And I just think it's a really cool niche. I think it's neat. It's a really neat little piece of, uh, uh-huh. of uh, connectivity between the two. It's cool. It's really, really cool. But yes, uh, besides those two little bits I've mentioned, we did also have some incredibly meaty stuff. We also got some DLC announced and revealed. We finally got some Scarlet and Violet news about the DLC. We're going to have two different forms of DLC. Now, it's going to come in two parts. The first one will be releasing around fall time. It's going to be known as the Teal Mask. And it's going to be set in a new region, or that might be a mistranslation. It's in the direct, it used the term the land of Kitakami, I believe they pronounced it. So the land of Kitakami. And it's basically very Shinto uh, sort of area. It looks really cool, kind of like a a feudal Japan. And we've got three. Yeah, it looks very Japanese, right? It looks very Japanese themed. Yeah, very Japanese themed. Some really cool masked. well, yeah, masks going on. And speaking of masks, we've got three new legendaries, or at least three new Pokemon. Not sure whether they're going to be classed as legendaries yet. Uh, Pokemon classification is very weird. But yes, three new Pokemon have been revealed. Uh, now, I'm probably going to butcher their names, but we had Ogapon, which is a green Pokemon with, funnily enough, a mask that it puts on its face. We had Okidoki, or Okie Dogie. Honestly. Okie Dogie, which is a new... It's a bear-type Pokemon. Uh, it's just a really buff bear-dog thing. It kind of looks like Urshifu um, and Ursaring had a... Well, Urshifu, Ursaring, and Zarud had a three-way and bits of their uh, genes spliced together, you know. Yeah, fair play to God's sake. We also got... <laughs> moving on from that, I don't even want to address that, otherwise we'll end up with another Vaporeon situation. <laughs> so, we also had Monkey Dory. 
These names are killing Honky, me. You're joking. Honky Dory. Is that actually yep. what it is? Monkey Dory. Oh, Monkey Dory. Oh, I see what they've done. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. It's, it's really... I, I, I just think that... I don't know whether I love it or hate it. I really don't. Um, and finally, for this DLC, we had... And this one's going to be annoying to pronounce. Fezan de Piti. Fezan de Piti. I don't even know if that's how they're going to pronounce it, but I tried. Uh, and it's a bird. Um, yeah, it's it's an elegant seabird thing. It's like someone went up to whoever whoever in the names department comes up with names. He said, right, I don't know what to call this next Pokemon. He's like, right, give me your shin. He's like, what? Like, give me your shin. So he's got a hammer, hit him in the shins. Ah, for send the PT, you know what I mean? Fuck, like, <laughs> I, I think that's what's happened. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. <laughs> but yes, these these new Pokemon are going to be in the, the first DLC, those four that I've just mentioned. Uh, the first DLC is going to be, you are going to be uh, on a school field trip to this new region so it is going to have story to it and whether it's a new region new land i don't know uh but either way you're going to be going on a field trip there you're going to get some new outfits you're going to catch some new pokemon and it's going to be a very cool time but the second dlc the second dlc looks very interesting because the, the second dlc's name is the oh god what's it called i wrote it down uh i think it's called the indigo disc yeah, yeah, that's indigo it. Yeah, disc. Yeah. yeah, the indigo disc, and this one is going to be set at a new academy called the Blueberry Academy that yes. appears to be located out in the middle of the ocean, which is really cool. And you are going to be an exchange student at the Blueberry Academy, so you're going to go out there, you're going to study at the new school for a bit, and yeah, it's going to be cool. But we also have one new Pokemon. And for those of you who paid attention to the lore and paid attention to all of the, the books and the, the drawings from Heath and, and all of that in the game, this guy will look very familiar. Its name is Terrapagos, which obviously is a play on the Galapagos Islands, which I believe are a thing. <laughs> it's an ocean creature that appears to take in, uh, inspiration from the terrestrial phenomenon because of its name and design. Obviously, it's got the terror in its name as well. And it does look like the, the fabled disc Pokemon that we saw in one of Heath's drawings where he says he, he blacked out and he woke up and he had this drawing in his hand that he didn't remember drawing. So it's really cool. This thing, it's got a lot, it's like a turtle, like a sea turtle thing that has all of the different elemental types on its back. Like it, it's it's yeah. got them like in different hexes on its back. And it's very, very likely that this thing is the reason why Pokemon can terrestrialize. Now I say very likely, obviously we don't know the story and things could change, but it seems like they want us to think this way. And it looks really cool. It looks really, really freaking cool. And it's going to be out this second part of the DLC. Uh, it's going to be winter this year. So you're not going to be able to get your hands on Terrapagos for a while. But yeah, both of these DLCs are under the name The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. 
So there's definitely going to be some story implications here. And you can pre-order them right now. Uh, well, actually, no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> it says sales begin soon. But yes, uh, you'll be able to pre-order them very soon. And you'll get Wait, access to Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can do it right now. So it, it's on my game. It comes up as an option to be able to go to the store and pre-order it. Oh, well, so, there yeah, you go. It's an option. Mm-hmm. Re- reporter Flubberdosh on the scene. Uh, amazing. <laughs> but yes, you can go and pre-order them right now, and they will be loaded onto your game when the time is right. So, yeah. Um, and there, there is... Do you know about the the uh, Hisuian uh, Zorok? Yes. yes, they're okay. also doing... For, for people who pre-order... They are going to give you a download code to get yourself like an early access Hisuian Zorok, which is really cool. And both of these DLCs are going to feature a bunch of returning Pokemon. Some of the ones that they've included, uh, or at least teased that are going to be returning, are stuff like Metagross, Zeb Striker, Whimsicott, Milotic, uh, and a bunch of others. And apparently, there has been a data mine that says there are 231 returning Pokemon. All of the starters. Except for Unova. Make uh, of that what you will. <laughs> all you Gen 5 motherfuckers that laughed at all the Gen 4 motherfuckers. Ilka's coming for you. <laughs> Ilka's, Ilka's coming, coming for, you. for you. Brilliant white and shining black. Oh dear. <laughs> Boring white and fucking shit black. <laughs> <laughs> boring white. Oh, said boring white. <laughs> Bruh, they're already in the office at the planning board, right? So ideas that we're gonna fuck this up. Uh, <laughs> how about we make it so pokeballs and items in the shop are actual microtransactions? Yes, <laughs> fantastic. Um, what's the limit we can have on old items? One hundred and fifty. Well, I'm assuming we thought you retired. Can you fuck off? Like, <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's that's so funny. Oh, you've cracked me up there. Oh, it wouldn't be a trainer lounge if we didn't take the piss, you know what I mean? It, it... <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. That that's what we do differently. We just take the piss out of everything. My god. Yeah. Yes. Um <laughs> we're also gonna be given if you download the DLCs, you're gonna get four new um uniform sets that you can dress your character in game up in so you're getting a very long purple blazer and some trousers and they just look like reskins of what we've really got to be honest so eh, not too how much is the dlc ones that i don't know because well, I'm gonna go in the shop and check. I'll go in the shop and check. Yeah, you go and have a look. But I can imagine it's probably going to be around thirty, maybe thirty-five, because that's about the price of the Isle of Armor and uh, Crown Tundra. But yes, we finally got some DLC, and it's really cool. And it's going to be out very soon, which is really cool. Yeah. Can can we can we talk? Okay. Um, is there any more of the direct you need to cover? By the way. No, that is literally it. Right. We've got through everything. Okay. So do you have time still? Of course, I've got time. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, right. Uh, a lot of people know Flubberdust. I know me as the negative person. I don't think it's that. I, I, I make a lot of. A lot of them I've got right. Um, a lot of them, you know, um, I, I did pretty much call how shit brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl would be, and we pretty much hit the nail on the head. We hit how good we thought Legends Arches would be received, and, you know, we did fairly well with that. A lot of things me and Wandy predict um, tend to come true. Now, once, right, 
so tell me if I'm wrong, but the Sword and Shield DLC, uh, Crown Tundra and Isle of Armour, the Isle of Armour came out, I think, spring or summer. Uh, but it was fairly early in the year. And then the Crown Tundra came out in the, in the winter, right? Um, this worries me because we're getting both DLCs. We're getting, I think, the first, which is the, what was the, what was it called? The teal, what, sorry? Um, the teal mask, the first one was. Yeah. So we're getting the teal mask in fall, right? Which mm. is when, when is fall? Isn't fall like August? Yeah, it's like August time. Yeah, that's August, what we're about there. October, yeah. And then you've got, you've got the, um, the uh, Indigo Disc, which is coming out uh, winter, which again could range from anywhere between November, February, if you will, or December and February, right? Um, this worries me because why would you drop? Now, this is giving me deja vu of the whole BDSP Legends Arceus. Legends BDSP was so shit, they just released it pretty much next door to Arceus because, you know, people knew oh, they didn't have to wait long. This. Two things worry me, right? We're not going to get a brand new game this year because we've just confirmed that this is the last thing of the Direct. So we're not getting no brand new game towards the end of the year, you know, when Pokemon normally release a game before Christmas. Um, so my question is one, what is going to happen? Like, what's your, what's, I know it's hard to tell because we haven't really got a lot of information about these DLCs. And I suppose that's the key thing. But what, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I, I guess that, that is a point. We're not going to be getting a new, a new game. Well, we at least... According to this direct, they haven't revealed anything, but by the looks of things, we might not be getting a new game before Christmas, and I do not hate that. I mean, we might still get a side game, we might still get a you know a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, a, a Ranger, we might get the return of one of those, but I'm happy not to get a new sort of main series game, like a, a remake or a boring white and shit black or something <laughs> you know <clears throat> um I'm, I'm happy not to get those because it means that the quality of scarlet and violet like the quality of their dlc will probably improve we did also get confirmation as well that they are working on several patches um for scarlet and violet to improve the, how the game plays and i assume the idea is to get those working for the dlc so they're probably flat out on those at the moment. So as long as what we get is quality, I'm I'm happy with that because I think Pokemon needs to slow down a little bit. We've been kind of thrown releases that haven't been like we've we've they've thrown stuff at us that wasn't finished at too much at a time. You know, they kept throwing stuff at us and <clears> it wasn't ready. But there was so much of it going on, we didn't really stop and think. But yeah, two can. Sorry, once I have to jump in. Two can confirm. By the way, you can catch both Suicune and Verizion in either of the either game. I've caught Verizion and I joined somebody Suicune on Pokemon Scarlet and caught both. Um, just want to throw that out for anyone who's listening. Um, you can in fact get both as long as you can join the raid before the obviously event finishes. But sorry, once carry on, mate. Fantastic. We have an exclusive right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy if we don't get anything, as long as what it means is that what we do get is quality. Because as the legendary Shigeru Miyamoto once said, uh, a rushed game... It, oh, I can't even remember the quote now. Here I am trying to... It's basically um... like a, a, a rushed game 
is good for a while. You know, a, a delayed game. No, no, is, no. A delayed I, I game. No, no. It's this one. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game um, is bad forever, basically. Yeah, something or, like that. Yeah, it's on the Yeah, something like that. I'm just dumb. But yeah, uh, we, we've got that. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy. What about you? What do you think? Um. So overall, you want, you want about just the DLC or the direct as a whole? So like the time frame, like what do you think of like the Pokemon timeline at the moment? So here's the thing again. So before, this is what I'm saying with the whole why I wanted a side game. Because before, when the, so the the Isle of Armour and the Crown Tundra, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believed they came out 2020 of the pandemic. Because yeah, Sword and Shield came out 2019 and then there was no game that year in 2020. So we had the DLC because for around Christmas, they released the Crown Tundra because there wasn't any game coming out by then. I believe that's correct. And then we didn't have any game, any Pokemon game until Mystery Dungeon DX, I believe, the following year. Yeah, I think um, you're right. Yeah, so my fear is not really fear, it's not that deep, but we're not gonna have a Pokemon, we're not gonna have any Pokemon content in at least. So we're gonna have um problems. Um again, pa- the patches have helped, but we're gonna have the base game of Scarlet and Violet until fall. So that's what. March, April, May, June, July, August. So another six months at the most, right? At the least, probably more. Um, without any real Pokemon content other than raids and whatnot. I don't know, man. I feel like it would have been perfect to release the Game Boy games, like on the Switch now, just to give people some more Pokemon bite-sized stuff to eat into, to give people something to do while they wait for the DLC. I don't know, man. I don't know if Scarlet and Violet's going to carry... Obviously, it'll have to, but I, I don't know ones. Maybe I'm being too negative. I just... I think the time frame of fall and winter is very weird to me. It makes me feel like one of the DLCs is very packed full of stuff and one of them isn't. That That's my fear. That's how I'm feeling at the moment, I think. Yeah. For, for me, it kind of feels like... You know in anime, when... They're, they've got super long seasons and they're trying to catch up to where the manga is, but the manga's coming out slower than the anime is, so they go off on the side and just do some random side episode with some character that they're never going to see again. Like, just a bunch of filler. I'm worried that the first DLC is going to just be filler and the second DLC is going to be actual story stuff. Um, so £31.49 is how much it's going to cost you. You pretty, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, hey, buzzing. Look at me. Predicted genius over here. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just looking at it and I'm thinking, as you've just said, I feel like you said, okay, so with the Isle of Armour and Crown Tundra, right? The Crown Tundra was the better DLC, but the Isle of Armour was not poor. There was loads of really great quality of life updates, you know, with the... Um, with the machine that could make items and, you know, the G Max stew and loads of things that helped with the game's mechanics. And not only that, the Isle of Armour was huge, absolutely massive area. And then obviously the Crown Tundra was even better. I don't see that. Like the Indigo disc to me doesn't look like a big area. Like in the little trailer, it literally just looks like a platform disc. I don't think you'll be traveling a big area in this. I think it'll just be like a one building, if I'm honest. Unless it's like underwater or something, or yeah. well, that, that could be a case. I'd, I'd, 
if, if that was the case, I'd be down for that. But I think the first DLC is going to be bigger. I really do. It looks like it. But at least we've seen we've seen more of, of that. But either way, I'm excited. I am very excited to see what mm-hmm. happens with these DLCs. Absolutely. Now, that's not quite all. Because while we did have these, this direct today, and as of the date of recording this, it is the 27th of February. Three days ago, on the 24th of February, on 4chan, we had a leak. And this leak was very interesting because I'm just going to read it out to you. So this was by someone who posted onto 4chan. And they say, I am a programmer at a Pokemon outsourcing company. My English is very poor, so I used Machine Translate to complete this post. The theme of the DLC is, and I quote, Hidden Treasure of Area Zero and Hexagon. Version 1.2 includes dressable clothes as a reward for DLC purchases. Both of those happened. Will include, and then it says the Japanese names for Paradox Suicune and Paradox Verizion. And then says they are Paradox Suicune and Paradox Verizion. They are Water Dragon and Grass Psychic type, or as they say, Grass Esper type, because I believe in Japanese, uh, Psychic is Esper type or something, or Light type, I, I don't know. H- 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 Esper was Psychic, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then says a mystery Pokemon with a green mask, which happened. A special terrestrial appearance. The third legendary Pokemon is a large blue turtle, which happened. And very interestingly, the final line of this says, we are working on a graphics enhancement patch for the new Nintendo Switch models that will be released alongside DLC 2. So, Mm. that's interesting because everything that happened in that leak, everything that was said in that leak happened. Except for the the graphics, uh, the, the new deals, the, sorry, the new Nintendo Switch models, because apparently they're going to be released later on this year. That is very interesting to me. And it's been confirmed by Centro Leaks that the leaker did indeed post this three days before the direct. So it's not just someone who posted it after the fact and photoshopped it. So it's a legitimate yeah. post that happened. So are we going to get a Switch Pro later on this year? So, I'm happy you brought this up. I'm very happy you brought this up. So, obviously, I've just said to you, I'm a bit concerned that we're going to get these two DLCs and nothing else, right, until at least next year. Now, if they were to make this new Switch and they call... I don't know what they call it. Maybe it's a completely new Nintendo Switch or it's a... um, Maybe it's a mid-gen update, right? Again. Well, okay. I couldn't speak about these ones because there's a lot of information I know about this. Now... First of all, imagine if they do bring this Switch out and it's got better graphics, better frame rate performance, right, for games. And they they advertise the new, you know, the new Pokemon DLC with this and it shows Pokemon running at a lot, you know, much nicer frames and it looks a lot nicer. Now, first of all, I think that would be fantastic. Do you know why I think this is true? Why do you think it's true? Because Xbox, now people thinking Xbox, what the fuck what are you talking about? Xbox have... Um, I don't know if you knew these ones, but they've got a partnership with Nintendo now. They do, for Call of Duty. Yeah, 
Yeah, for the next 10 years. Um, now, that will have to be a cloud game because the cartridges of Nintendo will, will, just will not. It just won't happen. It's same with Kingdom Hearts 3 and any other game that's considered next-gen, but, you know, the Switch finds it hard to run. Um, so to handle all of them games, and by the way, like, it, the games, like, you know, that Xbox are bringing over, there's a reason why a lot of games go to PS5 and Xbox and not the Switches because the Switch can't handle it. The Switch is going to have to have a big upgrade to handle these games, cloud uh... or not. So I see what you're getting at here. You think that this is like a sign of what's to come. You think that I it's... think, yeah, with with this leak saying that they're working on a graphical update. If if it was just a leak, I'd be like, oh, I doubt it. But with the whole Xbox thing, it kind of makes me feel like they like okay. If you've seen Kingdom Hearts Free run or any other cloud game run on the Switch, they're not that great run. They're really not. No, and. They're not. I don't think Xbox are going to outsource their games to someone who isn't going to run the games very well because there'll be a lot of backlash, there'll be a lot of hassle, and they probably just won't be want to be bothered with it. So I think they've made an agreement with the Switch, and the Switch has said, look, we're making a better model that's going to be able to handle the games uh, by the end of the year. And by the end of the year, that is when Xbox will have taken over Activision, and that's when that deal will start to take place, and that's when I believe that 10-year deal with Nintendo will start when the new Switches come out. So um, I actually believe the leak. I think it's real. I think that's happening, personally. You know what? I don't tend to believe leaks very often, very quickly. But the fact that this has come out, there seems to be a lot of evidence kind of hinting in the direction that we might be finally getting the Switch Pro. It was rumoured for a long time. And whether whether they call it Switch Pro, I, I don't know. I don't really care. But, you know, there's been a lot of rumours about it for a while Will we finally see it this year? Is it going to rear its ugly head? I think it might. And it will be very interesting to see how, you know, how Pokemon runs on it and whether they can actually make it look like a a, a present-gen game rather than a PS2 game, you know? Yeah, I think, um, as, as we know, the Nintendo Switch... Um, but we'll see how well Breath of the Wild runs. Well, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, if you will. Um, we'll see how well that runs on the switch on the base switch because the switch has got to hold back a lot of games, bro. Like, I wonder how many games, including Pokemon, have had to, you know, hold themselves back on making the game what they want it to be because of the switch's hardware. You know, um, I'm excited, mate. Long story short, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited for this. I think it'll happen. Because as well, like I've said, there's no new Pokemon game. And Pokemon is one of Nintendo's biggest sellers, right? Especially towards Christmas. And you've already got a big seller in the middle of the year with Zelda, right? What other games are going to be coming out by Christmas? Pokemon hasn't got a new game. It's got DLC, but most people would have already bought the DLC for the first pack. So it won't have a massive spike of sales towards Christmas. Of course, it'll have some sales. So where where else are you going to have your big moneymaker? Mm-hmm. Well, a, com- a completely new console, right? Yeah, well, it, yeah, you'd think that Nintendo being Nintendo, they'd want to run it as a profit-making you mm-hmm. know, a profit-making thing because there was uh, obviously in the past um, PlayStation 3, I believe it was quite famously made a 50 to 100 pound loss on every console they sold because they yep. knew that they were going to make their money on the games. Um, yeah, so you'd think that 
Nintendo being Nintendo, they would want to run it as a profit-making console, and they would make a hefty chunk from it, and people are obviously getting fed up with their Switches now, so why not bump up a new one? It'd be perfect time to do it if we're not going to be getting the games around that time. Like that's it exactly. And like my only question is not that it's for us really, but I wonder if they're going to so for example, you know we've got uh, okay, Xbox Series X, I can't really say for the PS5, but the Xbox Series X, it can play all the old gen games. Um, however, it's got newer gen games that can only play on that console, which has got like an X and S symbol. Um, me and you've had this debate before on the podcast where you believe, if I remember correctly, you don't believe Nintendo Switch will allow backwards compatibility. Um, no, I don't, I don't think they will. But they won't. However, with this leak saying that um, it's a graphic update with the new Switch models, that seems to believe that instead of a next generational Switch, it's, as we've already established, it's a mid-generation upgrade, right? So it's... Well, it's not really necessarily backwards compatible because it's going to still be this generation. Because imagine you released a brand new Nintendo Switch this year and no games to go with it. Yeah, that would be uh, that, w- that would be interesting. So I, I think it's I don't think it's going to be the you know the Switch Two. I think it will be the Pro. You know the Nintendo Switch Up. You know, switch up your game, like you know, whatever. Oh, you've do. done the marketing for them. You've wrote the tagline for them, bro. <laughs> like, I think it sells itself. Just a mid-generation upgrade. I think they could do a lot with the Switch. All it needs is a bit more power. You know, like an Xbox One X or a, you know, a PS4 Pro. Just have a Pro version, and there you go, man. And I've just got a shiny Pokemon. Wow, holy shoot! <laughs> I've just got Life. a shiny Crow on on uh. While we're doing the recording, fantastic! Nice shiny reaction right here. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, do you do you see it happening at once? Do you see um like a mid a mid uh, generation upgrade, or do you think switch? I think it's probably going to be, as you say, a mid scope mid scope update. I'll call it like it's going to be the halfway. Well, maybe not halfway, but like something to tide people over until the next console. Something to tide people over. Um, and it will be amazing. It will work really well. Um, and it, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think that's like, exactly, I think you've hit the nail on the head, mate. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. And there's one more, sorry, not, I know I've already established a fair reason for my argument. I've got another reason as well why I don't think a new Switch is coming. I mean, a, a mid-generation update, I believe, is coming, but not a brand new one. Because they've oh. only just started bringing out Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games to the Nintendo Switch um, online expansion, right? Imagine you bring out a Nintendo Switch brand new that doesn't have the com- compatibility with them games. You lose an even bigger portion of your fan base so again yeah man i think it's just going to be a a mid-generation one to be honest yeah i think you're probably right why would they release all these games onto the uh the virtual console if they were just going to upgrade the console anyway surely they'd hold out no that's exactly it man but um is so with this direct would you say it's up there as one of your favorites not that bothered how are you feeling i would put it as a solid if I'm being generous, a solid 7 out of 10. Not too good, not too bad. Distinctly average. Uh, if I was having a bad day today, I'd probably put it at about a 6, 6.5. But I think 7 out of 10 is probably fair. There was some good stuff. We got precisely what we expected. We got DLC. We got 
uh, Pokemon Cafe Remix, of course, you know, the most important part. <laughs> we got Pokemon Sleep, you know, there was some good stuff bundled in there, and it was, it, there were some encouraging signs. So, despite no no game being announced, I think it's it's good to, I think it was a good direct. What would you rank it out of 10? Um, so, I've been thinking about the, the r- most recent directs, right? And I've been thinking, um, we had the direct the year where the DLC came out for Sword and Shield, um, you know, and, and that year was very, very similar to this year for me. Um, I, I don't know. I was checking back to last year's, you know, uh, last year's presents. And if I remember correctly, we had the update for BDSP with the, you know, the mystery, uh, mystery gift pokemon like shaming dark and all that and then we also had the massive mass outbreaks for pokemon legends and then we had a teaser for scarlet and violet um we had quite a fair bit going on uh, also the pokemon unite teasers and whatnot um so last presence was pretty decent the presence before was unreal where it teased uh bdsp legends arceus um amongst other things. I don't know where I'd rank it once, mate, to be honest, without going on a tangent. I'd, I don't think it was terrible. There's some things I quite enjoyed, um, but it leaves me a little fearful. I'm overall excited. You know, I'm, I'm a very... Uh, I, I, I always sound negative. I love Pokemon. I, I'll always, you know, appreciate what Pokemon is. It's not ideal to what I want, but um, it was okay. It was okay. I'd probably give it a six. You know, um, yeah, six, because again, I think the TCG thing didn't need to be announced today. That Pokemon animation thing didn't need to be announced today. Should have just been the other anime. Um, Pokemon Sleep needed to be announced, so it automatically gets five points for that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Overall decent, mate, Uh, without boring everyone. Overall decent. Good. Well, I'm glad you think so, because, yeah, we've got some interesting stuff to look forward to this year. Uh, nothing too crazy, but it's going to be a, a fairly steady, solid year for Pokemon. But there's right. one final thing as well that has been uh, has been spotted today that I've uh, neglected to mention. The, uh... I was going to mention it. I didn't know if you was, but I'll let you say it just in case it's the same thing. Yeah, so there's been a bunch of patches recently for Pokemon mm-hmm. Scarlet and Violet. And there was one, obviously, today with the new uh, Terror Raids and the new Pokemon added to them. And one thing that has been very interesting is uh, someone had a look at the battle settings. And among the the competitive community, it's been a very big gripe recently that the the timer for singles has been stuck at 20 minutes. But today, we were finally let out of our cage. 60-minute timer has returned to Pokemon singles like competitive singles, meaning that all of the content creators who have wanted to do live Wi-Fi battles can do so again. All of the draft leagues that wanted to to do Wi-Fi content rather than Pokemon Showdown have been let out of their cage. We are free, baby. And we finally have the 60-minute timer back. And I tell you what, I could not be happier. I am over the fucking moon. Crazy, man. Like... I mean, we've had, you know, we've had Gravy on uh, on the podcast. You know, we've had a lot of people in the PvP scene who, um, you know, who who love PvP and Pokemon and everyone. You know, we've had um, 
Iron Mac, shout out the Iron Mac daddy. You know, people who, I mean, Iron Mac runs his own fucking, you know, like same with Gravy, they both run their own formats and whatnot, right? Mm. And they have established on how painful it is with that 20 minute timer. I wonder why now, and also with how big of a deal it is, why didn't they announce that? That would have got, that would have been trending, surely, no? It's probably still going to be trending regardless, but. Yeah, it's. I don't think yeah, it's as yeah. massive a deal as uh, as everyone sort of, you know. It, it's not as big as obviously DLC because the, the oh, no. singles scene aren't as, you know, as wide varied as uh, as everyone else. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. It's it's definitely it something doubles an hour. Sorry, it doubles an hour. I think doubles is. Uh, I think it's half an hour, but you only use four Pokemon each rather than six. Oh, so it takes that, a lot, yeah, a lot yeah, less yeah, time. Yeah. So they've got a longer timer for a shorter game, so it just yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. But now we've got sixty-minute timer back for singles again, and I cannot fucking wait. No, that's in- dude. That's incredible. That really is incredible. Honestly, absolutely buzzing. But yes, apart from that. That is everything that we've had in uh, in, in this direct. So, uh, yeah, awesome. I, I think, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's mad. I don't really know how to end this. We've we've had so many. Um, uh, so many well, things. I've got a few things. I got a few things I want to say. Once, first of all, um, this is just. We've okay. The last episode we did was the twenty seventh of November. Uh, it was my one hundred hour review of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, that was episode fifty one of now what is called season one, as once has established. This is now season two. Um, we haven't posted for nearly three months now. Well, it would be three months today. Actually, we haven't posted for. Um, and that's just because a lot of things have happened in life. You know, I don't want to get too personal, but me and Wanty have both had a hell of a 2022, right? We've both, you know, in our own unique ways, ones. I think you can agree with that. Me and you've had a hellish year for many oh, yeah. different reasons. Absolutely. Um, I have had a ridiculously difficult year. You know, I've not, again, I'm not getting personal, but people already know who it is. You know, like I've had a lot of relationship change. I, you know, I lost my father. I had to leave my childhood home. I had a lot of stuff going on last year, but I'm not going to apologize for being inactive. I, I just want to apologize for the lack of update. And, you know, I just had too much going on in life, to be honest, to care about Pokemon. Or, um, but now that my life's slowly getting back on track and I'm actually in a fairly good place, I'm excited to carry on doing this. I don't want to. I don't want to promise this will be a weekly thing, um, but I definitely think we're at least going to pump one out a month. I think it'll be more than that, personally, but I, I want to at least promise that, you know? Yeah, I don't want to make any promises myself either, but all I can say is that I'm slowly getting my life back together. Um, I'm in a new relationship now, and things are doing okay. I'm slowly rebuilding my life, and I'm I'm at a point where... I think that we can we can do this a bit more regularly. So yeah, look forward to more trainer lounge whenever you can. Absolutely. Right, ones, you can do the outro, mate. You had the intro, you might as well do the outro, my buddy. Oh, how kind of you, sir. But as Mr. Flobadosh has just said, that is it for this episode. Episode one of season two of the Trainer Lounge. Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, go hit us up on Twitter, go hit us up on every possible platform that you can find us on tell us how much you liked it tell us if you thought it was shit and we will do our best to take your feedback into account but that's it from us goodbye from me mr onesie Burnett. goodbye from mr flobberdosh 
I just, I just want, while it's the outro, I want to do one thing for you. Um, <laughs> for, for, now, this is just for those who are confused. For anyone who would like to, because um, we're going to be, we're going to be tightening this number one, right? So for a lot of people not to get confused, um, each season will have a different artwork for the podcast. The first season, I spotlighted the Bidoof, which is my mascot. However, season two is going to be highlighting Onesie's mascot, which is Bennett. So season two, um, the official artwork for the Trainer Lounge will be the uh, beautiful Bennett artwork that we have made, someone made for us, um, that we had made for us. So, uh, yeah, man, this is going to be celebrating Onesie for the foreseeable future of season two. Look out for that. But, yeah, man, thank you. Hell, yeah. Well, I hope you're enjoying the season of Onesie. But, yes, thank you from us. <laughs> And to each and every one of you, have a great rest of your day. Peace out. Peace the fuck out, bitch. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Trainer Lounge Pokemon Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at Trainer Lounge in order to stay up to date, be informed when the latest episodes go live.